everyone. Uh, welcome back. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited because I have Miss Nikki here and I love Plain Jane. So thank you so much for coming here today. Uh, so I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for coming. We were just saying like, I might feel a little rusty guys. Just It's been a minute since I've done one of these interviews, but I'm so excited you're here. So I mean, Nikki, why don't you start us off? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so um, my name's Nikki. Uh, I live in South Africa, and I am 30-something years old, and I uh, got two kids, I'm married, and uh, my absolute number one pastime is playing Sims and uh, creating my story. I love it. How long have you been playing Sims for? Uh, I'd say 20 years, to be safe. I, yeah, i started playing as a teen and it was Sims 1 and I have systematically gone through all of the Sims games as they have come out and uh yeah so Sims 4. I love that um I started playing in 03 I was I was 10 and it's like it's hooked me ever since like I just I just love playing now I have to ask I've played most of the iterations I haven't really played a lot of Sims 3 but what's your favorite iteration of the Sims? I, I think I, I like, I really am enjoying Sims 4. Um, you know, I've, I've struggled with each transition, mm -hmm. you know, whenever you changed over because it's, you're learning, sorry, my bird is talking. Um, <laughs> I have, okay, hold on. Yeah. Here we go. Sorry. This is Pikachu. He's oh, feeling left out. Oh, <laughs> First time ever, guys. We got a bird. We got a bird today. Oh my God. There we go. Sorry about that's that. A, that's when, I, okay. when I start talking animatedly, he starts talking animatedly. So it's just better if he's here with me. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so as I was saying, you know, um, you know, when when transitioning over to the new new Sims, uh, you know, it's always difficult. But I I really love what Sims has become, and so Sims Four is is by far my favorite, hands down. And uh, it's just so damn expensive. <laughs> oh. That's a that's an understatement. It's so expensive. Um, did you get the high school pack? I haven't got it yet. Oh, I'm probably only going to be able to get it at Christmas. It's just uh, it's, I just can't afford it. I don't have the wedding pack. I don't have the werewolves pack. It's just like keep coming out, and it's like I can't afford them all. So I'm I'm holding off till Christmas to get any more. Hey, I totally get you. There, it's it, it's really expensive. The only reason I'm getting it sooner is just because my birthday is oh. next week. And oh, nice. I literally just asked it for my birthday. And that's all like I'm getting. Cause I, I did get the my wedding stories. It's nice. Mm -hmm. I but I I'm sure just like you do not use the like the point point the gameplay. I'm sure you use a lot of the build by. Am I right to feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Uh, yeah. I don't have werewolf, but I'll definitely be getting like my best friends gave me werewolf for my birthday and my fiance is getting me high school stories. Um, okay. I got to ask you this because you kind of, kind of touched upon it. Do you feel like EA is just really just rushing out these packs? It does like more than ever. They, they seem like they are just kind of like spilling out there. And, and so yeah. it is hard to kind of keep up. And I feel like also they're coming out quicker than they're fixing the flaws of the previous ones, mm -hmm. which that's a frustration. Um, so like, since this last update, yeah, uh, my my game is, I just I've never had so many problems. Uh, I, I think since Sims Three, I had a lot of problems with Sims Three, but um, 
it's it's been it's been absolutely crazy and so like and i you know read online like all these people they're not so they're in the same boat as me mm-hmm. and so it does seem like they are this like the pushing 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 this rate if because a lot of speculation is that they're trying to get it all out so they can start sims 5 apparently yeah but uh i'm like well if at this rate i i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna do sims 5 <laughs> no oh my god i totally agree with you there's there's no way so say they're like EA, because there's like a big game summit coming up really soon. So I there could they there could be a teaser trailer for Sims 5. Um I if say like it came out like next summer, I would wait like a year to buy it because I don't want to just buy like the game. I want expansions to go with it and mm-hmm. I want to make sure that yeah. there are no bugs because like i posted on instagram yeah. like, I'm, like i'm sure everybody saw the same warning they're like oh yeah there's an age anti-aging problem or auto age up i literally threw my computer lid down threw it out the window because there was no way i was gonna turn on my game for any of my rose chronicles characters they cannot age up yeah. i have elders who could have died that would have ruined the story there was absolutely oh, i did i didn't touch it for a week because like my fiance's like oh like i'm like no i was making reels instead i was like eh, yeah. eh, no way i am not doing that but the the problem because i posted i, I made a, a cheeky joke this week on instagram it was a picture of gordon ramsay and when he's like in hell's kitchen and he's like e yeah this meal is still unfinished the ea tried to release it and that's i truly feel that i love that i'm like yeah these like they're rushing out the, like they've already announced the two next kits one was announced last week one was announced yeah. yesterday like EA, right. like maybe read the room a little bit that like maybe maybe we just need a minute yeah like at this point ea and yes. marvel are going tit for tat for how fast they can push out content because the thing is is right quantity versus quality i would rather quality over quantity and i understand they're a business and they need to make money Mm -hmm. but you're gonna start losing your fans because your quality is not there and like i don't think you're a console player right no no okay yeah pc okay so like kits are really just meant for kind of console players who need that stuff because they can't have cc but right. I I would honestly give my left arm for a stuff pack at this point because yeah. I'm, t- I'm tired of all these kits. Like no more kits. Yeah. We have enough yeah. kits. Just, you know, something else. Anyways, that was my soapbox about yeah. going. what's going on. Hopefully, that's, let's hope for a better 2023 because I feel like they're going to do the same stuff yeah. for because we're just about to end... No, Q3 would end September. So we're halfway through Q3. Q4 would be September to December. Like what like do you think what right. other packs do you think they're going to release this year? Oh goodness. Um I'm 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 not sure because I, I like I didn't see the the high school one coming. I was I was actually quite surprised by that. Um I think because one because I, there hasn't been that before. So they could come up with anything at at this rate. Uh I I mean, I don't really play the supernatural ones a lot, but it seems like there is like a big push for that. So I don't know, maybe they come up with the fairies one again, because people seem to really love the fairies in Sims 3. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and 
And that might be the case where when Sims 3, like they had it all together, it's like all your supernaturals. And now it seems like maybe they're just like slowly, like, you know, they found a niche. And so that's why vampires and werewolves separately. So I don't know. That's that's kind of what I think, but okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> you know how we know that Sims 4 is coming to an end when they give us horses, fairies, and drivable cars. We get those yeah, three things. We know we know Sims Four is done. It's all now Sims Five. Um, now I have to. I want to ask you this: storyteller to storyteller, what packs do you like? I know you use a lot of CC. I use a lot of CC. But what what packs are really good for anyone who wants to start being a storyteller? Um, I'm just trying to think. Like what? Okay, so I'm actually relatively new to CC. Um, okay, uh, it's, I've actually only been doing it for uh, six months. So okay. I was never, never did CC before. So I, I really, really like a lot of the base game stuff. They have, there's, there's some decent content there. Um, I love the cottage living stuff. Oh, the cottage living. It's like, to me, that was like the best thing they've ever done. I'm going to have to kill my bird before this interview is done. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he's going for my earrings. So I'm going to just oh. remove that. <laughs> it's okay um but yeah so so i i absolutely love love that stuff for for the build mode things um i'm trying to think like what are the other ones that i use a lot of um trying to think what the packs are they all they all kind of blend together after a while and then you're like okay what actually came with what oh yeah so i know that cottage living though so no, I agree. I like cottage living. I really like seasons. I find that yes, really good. a lot of a lot of good items in there. Um, I definitely like parenthood for the packs. Yeah. And yeah. um for stuff, I like tiny living. Because you get you get a lot of stuff. Love tiny living. No, I also yeah. like uh Strangerville. Just because I mm-hmm. love the build by, I love the doors, I love the windows. Very good for storytelling, especially if you're kind of going for that type of style, mm-hmm. like any type of like an older home or a castle. They have like the most perfect uh, windows for that. Yeah. Now, let's talk about uh, Plain Jane. So, like, I saw okay. that because um, I, I, I was on your Instagram and it, and you you describe yourself as not the author but the creator of it. Do you want to elaborate right. on that a little bit more? Sure. So Plain Jane is very closely based on the classic novel Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte, <clears throat> which was written in the 1800s. And so I, that's my all-time favorite story, all time. And so I wanted to do a recreation of it. So put it into modern times mm-hmm. and and retell it. So when I say I'm the creator, I'm the creator of the modern version. Um, I have reworded a lot of the words there. There's, there's some instances where I'm quoting directly from the book, okay. but majority of the time I'm trying to make it more naturally modern. Um, it's got, it's, it's got a, it's still got kind of like that Britishy kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, at least I think it does. Um, says the American South African. So <laughs> um I could be completely off and just you know ignorant but um yeah so so that's why I say I'm the creator of it but 
ultimately the storyline, the plot, it doesn't belong to me. That's that Charlotte Bronte. And I, I feel like I couldn't come close to her type of talent. I just really adore her writing. No, I, I, Hey, I love it. Now, what have you made any drastic changes from the source material to what you've created? Um, I think, I think I had to do some big changes because in the, in the story, the original story, he was basically in a workhouse uh, and we don't have, you know, orphanage workhouses um, like what they did in the 1800s. And so I, that's why I tried to twist it to a children's home. Uh, okay. So, so not quite orphanage, but more nonprofit. And, uh, and then from there into foster care where she never, she never got out of the of the workhouse um, in the book. She, she, she grew up there. And so I had to try to make that change into a modern day setting um, where her situation changes in the book. That's better after her friend dies, mm -hmm. but uh, yet she still remains there. And so I wanted to alter that where the, that children's home was shut down completely. And her better situation was going into a caring foster family. So that was the change that I've I've made. Uh, there probably will be some more, but I don't want to like give those away just yet because I'm only halfway through the story. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um. So how do you how do you lay out your chapters? Like how do you how do you set everything up? Like do you do you write it first and then like so yeah. you, do you take a chapter? you condense it to how you're going to tell it in the Sims. And then do you do the photos? Do you do your photos ever? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to, okay. So for Rose Chronicles, mm -hmm. everything is posed and staged. So okay. every, like, there's no free motion anymore. I have, right. I have yeah. poses for everything. I'm talking sitting head turn emotion. Like I that's just how I, how I can wham through them yeah. quickly. Do you also do the same yeah. way with lots of poses or do you sometimes let your Sims take, take yeah. the moment? Uh, so it is definitely a mixture. Mm -hmm. feathers. Um, so, okay. So to, to go back to the original part of the question is, so I'll read the chapter, yeah. um, which I've read so many times and, and it, actually in doing this, I've probably reading the book twice over just by doing this. Mm -hmm. So I'll go through the chapter and then I will write out the scenes and I will actually number each slide that I want it to look like. Okay. And I will write the narration and I'll write then who's speaking. Um, and then when I'll see, okay, oh, okay, this is not going to fit onto one post. Then it's like, turn the page. And then I start writing out the next one. And so I'll create my chapters like that. And uh, then I will go into game mm -hmm. and I will, I will set up the poses and everything like that. Some of the conversation <clears throat> scenes, I'll let them kind of just like flow with mm -hmm. their in-game animations. And I will just screen screenshot that. It's just, sometimes I just know what that looks like. So I know that it'll work. Um, but I have been using a lot of poses, but there'll be times where I won't even have like, so like this last couple of scenes with the fortune teller. Yeah. I didn't have the poses. I didn't have the tarot cards. I didn't have any of that until after I'd written out the script. And then I'm like frantically looking on Tumblr and on Google images, like, okay, I need something to make this work. I hope there's something out there. So, um, there's, 
quite often times where I am last minute trying to find poses to fit my scenes that I've already written. So I, you're preaching to the fucking choir, my friend. I will sit there and I'll write and I'll be like, the pose even doable? Ah, we'll figure it out later. It's fine. (laughs) I'll get to that. I'm like, oh, fuck. I didn't figure this out. I've gotten really good at like making fake poses by doing the like other things, if that makes sense. So like there's this pack and it's like, it's called depression, but they do this as I like, I can't actually do it because I have headphones on. Yes. But so yeah, Mm -hmm. but instead of that being, I'll be like, that's loud. What is that? Instead of it being like sad, um, I definitely become a lot more creative. Now, something I want to ask that I've started Mm -hmm. recently doing, do you do it when you take the photos and everything, do do you do it in chronological order or do you do it like scene by scene? Um. For the most part, I do it in chronological order. Uh, There have been a couple of times where I know that they're going to be back into this scene. And so I just go ahead and like, you know, take uh, because I've already written out stuff. But I kind of like doing it, like taking the screenshot as I know I want to pose them. That way, whenever I go into my screenshots file, it's like they're all already in order. So I don't have to like sift through them and like, oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, that was that was that was for um but uh and I've been also trying not to take so many screenshots because I will take like 15 to 20 screenshots for one pose and I'm like this is just making my time for editing so much longer so now like I'll get them right I'm like okay click all right done next one I'm like I won't even take any more so I've, I've kind of gotten it down a bit so it's not so much how how do you edit um if you don't mind me asking so um, I use the online free uh, editing thing, uh, Pixlr, so oh, okay. P-I-X-L-R. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually works really well because, again, I don't have Photoshop. I don't, you know, and so to try to afford Sims and then to afford, you know, photo editing software, I just, it's just too much. And uh, so I wanted to ultimately do as much as I can free. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at one point when I first started. So before I started the Jane Eyre one, when I was doing a gameplay story, mm-hmm. I was just editing them on my phone with, you know, oh, the wow. phones editing stuff. And, and that was crazy. So as soon as I switched over to my desktop, um, and started editing like that, I was like, Oh, this is so much better. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> oh, I got you. Um, I got, I have Photoshop because I, like, I was a graphic design student. I still had my graphic design. Yeah. Um, Oh my God. Student card. Um, so I was able to do the, I, I was able to get the Adobe student pricing, but that's like $45 okay. a month to just have that photo editing software. But what I find myself doing now is I'll, I'll actually just make things in Photoshop that I can't actually do. So like for an example, like, like a takeout bag, there's no way I can get what I want. So I'll just take a picture of a blank table, PNG all this shit out, be like, there we go. Create a label. There you go. Um, no, but like, I, I like that, that like Mm -hmm. to be a a SIM storyteller, you don't have to pay out the nose. If you choose not to, you're able to do it for free. And I think that's something that's really important as well to know that there are both options out there. It's, it's like, you don't have to pay hundreds of dollars a month to be able to do something that you love. You can do it for the low price of zero dollars. Um, now I have to ask this: What is your, who is your favorite character mm-hmm. in my story? Yeah, in your story. Obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my story. Yeah, yeah. 
See, I, f- I feel like the obvious answer would be Jane because, you know, she's the heroine. Um, but I don't know. I, I really like Mr. Rochester. Um, I feel like he is trouble and mm-hmm. he is sex appeal. And oh, yeah, he, he definitely got some sex appeal, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so it turns out this is a smoldering intensity that that it's like you know there, there's secrets there and it's like you know you want to know more about him you want to get in and, and yet he verges a little bit on the line of being a toxic person but at the same time he's redeemable and there's more to him and and so i i, I get so nervous when i'm telling the story especially with the scenes where now these other people have come to visit him and and he apparently is not sticking up for Jane and, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I hope the readers aren't just hating him because, you know, there's more to him than just this scene. So, yeah, so he's my favorite. So. I, I agreed. Okay, I, I, I'm biased. I always like a hero. I like Jane. Um, yeah. Now, something I, something I do want to say, there's two things that yeah. I super, I really noticed about your story right on. Um, I love uh-huh. how you start with like, the title, it's like the title of the story and chapter, say, let's say chapter 19, part one or part two, part three, part four. Right. I really like how you do that. So it's it's actually easy to manage and know what you're reading and making sure it's in chronological order. Um, yeah. I, I love that. And something that I noticed as well, you do a lot of is you put trigger warnings to a lot of stuff. Now, the reason I want to ask you this, do you get called yeah. out for not putting trigger warnings in or are you being cautious? No, I think I'm being cautious because I, I'm trying to take a page from other people's books because I know that there's people who've been doing this a lot longer than me. And I mean, I've been on Simstagram for a year now. And, and so, so this whole community, this whole way of telling stories through Sims is very new to me. And, and I see a lot of people do that. I see, I see some overly excessive trigger warnings like you know like okay that's just you know do we really need a trigger warning for that um and uh and so I I thought well let me let me just err on the side of caution with some of the like the bigger things like like child death or child abuse Mm -hmm. and those type of things because I don't want anyone to turn around and and actually be upset by things Mm -hmm. but uh I, I think I have noticed that I haven't been as diligent as putting trigger warnings, but no one has said anything to me. So I'm just going to carry, carry on. And if I feel like it's something intense, then I'll, I'll put it there just as a precaution. That's yeah. I, I agree. Like I like that. Like, I don't really put trigger warnings on stuff. Like I think there was like no. the one time I wrote like an 18A. I was like, this is for adults, yeah. but I, there was just like, yeah, but your story's not for children. And I'm like, you've got this kiddo nowhere in the stories for children. Um, now do you ever get people messaging you saying, I don't like the storyline, you should change it? Amazingly not. And I've, I've spoken to a couple of people who they've had a lot of backlash. And so I'm kind of, look, I have this kind of attitude. If anybody does contact me about that kind of stuff, I'm like, you don't have to follow me. You don't have to read my story. You're not paying my bills. This is my way of having fun and, you know, using my creativity. So, um, yeah, so I've I've imagined these conversations, but they've never taken place. Um, so I'm prepared. I, I, I definitely, I get them once in a while. They'd be like, your storytelling is too slow. And I'm like, 
Well, this is a long process, man. You either follow me yeah. or you don't. Goodbye, the end. Or they'd be like, I don't like Alexa with Oliver. Like, this is, he's a, he's an adult. She's a child. It's weird. And I'm like, okay, goodbye. Like, if you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't want it. Goodbye. Like, I don't care. Yeah. It's you do you. I used to get a lot of like, oh, are you going to post like multiple times a week? And now I do. And now they're like, oh my God, you post a lot. And I'm like, I know I do. I, I had you someone. Ha- everyone. No, I had someone ask me if I would post every day. Somebody actually asked me that, and I said, "No, no, it would. I, I that would have to be my only full time. It would take me yes fifty hours a week just to do one week for everything." Yeah. Yeah. No. You know, so when when I started this, I wanted to have the goal of posting Monday to Friday. That was that was mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. And I think I even say it somewhere in my one of my story highlights. Yeah. Um, but I quickly realized that I can't I can't. I, I, I have a life. I have kids. I have, you know, stuff that I gotta do. And and in this day and age, it's like so much going on, you know, and, and especially with having kids, you know, I've got to take them to school, I've got to pick them up, I've got to take them to their extra murals. I got to take them to sports. I've got to, you know, I'm like going crazy. And so weekends are literally the only time that I can sit and either write out the scripts because mm-hmm. I don't have the whole book done. Uh, I don't have the whole story written out yet. I'm kind of doing it as, as I go mm-hmm. and I take my screenshots, do the edits, put them all together. And so I'll find myself where like I've posted once or twice in, in the week. And, mm-hmm. and you know what? I just had to come to the point where who am I doing this for? Am I, am I doing this for the people out there who I don't know that I've never met who, yes, they are enjoying my story and, um, you know, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm ultimately, I'm doing this for me. This is my creative outlet. This is my, you know, hobby. And, and so I've just decided that, no, I want to do it often, but if I can't, I do it as I can. I know you said you're new to the Sim, the Sim Instagram yeah. storyteller community. You just fucking nailed it on the head. If you ha- don't have an exercise, existential crisis of who who are you posting this for within six months of wow. starting, you're not a Sim Instagram storyteller. I had the same thing. I remember when I first started because our well Instagram algorithm deems our posts right. heavy. Because they're 10 yeah. slides. So they don't get as much traction as people who have one or two pictures. So they get they get yeah. pushed aside. So either you have to go mm-hmm. fishing for followers or you have to hope that your readers share your stuff. And I remember at yeah. the beginning of this, I was like, no one's reading this. I'm putting so much time into this. Like, who am I doing yeah. it for? And my fiance is like, you're doing it for you. Right? Yeah. And I said, I am doing it for me. And he's like, good. And when you when you stop doing it for you, then stop doing it because you're doing it for you. And I'm like, that's right. Because I will sit and have a hard week and I'll just be like, Oh my God, like I get to do play Sims all weekend and just be creative. It's literally just what I have left to be a creative outlet. Right. Um, Yeah. Uh, What advice would you give to anybody wanting to start their own Instagram story? I, okay. The whole do it for you would be the, the number one thing. Um, I would say you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be a published writer or somebody who even, you know, has written anything before. I, you know, I'd say just start, just do it for fun 
and see where it goes. And, and ultimately that's where it's going to take. So I, I, I love to write, but I've been so terrified to get out there because, you know, I never studied writing. I, you know, wasn't that great at English at school, but you know, I was like, I still like, wait, what's a preposition again? You know, <laughs> so, like things like that. It's like, and it held me back for so long. And, and then it would be a case of like, oh, no, no, I'll, I'll start writing when my kids are bigger or I'll take a course, you know, when I have more time. And, and then, and then I'll, I'll write because I got all these ideas in my head and, and it was just holding me back. And so I said, just take that first step, just do it and do it for the fun of it and enjoy it. Now I have to ask this. Do you still have the panic? I, I, I still have panic every time you post a, like the next chapter a little bit. Do you have that like 10 yeah. seconds of being like, I hope they like it. Um, do you get that as well? There is, there is also the excitement. Like, oh, I have a comment. I'm someone commented, you know, and there is definitely a satisfaction level to see people enjoying your story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think that there, there might be an element of like, well, if I had like one or two people maybe liking my post, then I, it might be a little bit, okay, it might be a lot deflating um, because you are doing it on a public platform. It's not like I'm writing it in a notebook or on my computer and mm-hmm. just leaving it there. I am doing it publicly. And so, yeah, there's definitely a, I hope people like it. Uh, I'd be quite devastated if they didn't. <laughs> I got you. I remember being like, please like my things. Um, no, I'm, I'm, satis- like, I'm satisfied where you, where I fall. I'm sure you're satisfied. Now I get this question all the time. What's the biggest thing you learned from the prologue to your latest chapter? What's something you wish you knew when you started your prologue versus what you know now? Um time consuming it actually is because uh before when I was just doing gameplay story it was you know I just kind of was winging it and just sharing sharing my story as I went so so I've definitely learned that it is time consuming um but also I'm I'm learning a lot more about the things that other people have created in the sense of custom content and um and poses and stuff where, like I said before, I'm very new to that kind of stuff. I mean, like I said, I've been playing Sims for 20 years, but mm-hmm. I've been using mods and CC and poses for a year. Yeah. So I, I think I've learned a lot about what there's, you know, out there to offer that I never knew before. And I'm able to incorporate that into, into my story. So, Yeah. I like it. What Instagram storytellers inspire you? Um, there's so many. There's so many. Okay, so I think I have different levels of it. I have laid on me. There's some big stories out there that I love, and when I've tried to like message these people and just to you know share my appreciation for their story, it's like I never hear from them. I comment, they never comment back, and I'm like, okay, so you're big, you're you're great, but you can't even interact with you know, your readers. So I'll still read their story, but I'm less likely now to even bother commenting on their, on their post. Um, but so the people who I really, really love, uh, you know, as, as kind of the community and also for their story mm-hmm. is mother of Royal Sims. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's fantastic. She writes a, a fantastic story where all the kingdoms or all the, the worlds are kingdoms. Um, so I love her. Uh, Okay, I'm really sorry if I say their name or their username wrong. Here, Crim Sims. Um, she writes a 
fantasy story about a vampire and parallel universes. And um, she's also, we've had a lot of witty banter between the two of us. She'll comment on my stuff. I'll comment on hers. And uh, we, we, I think joke a lot and we, yeah, we've never even met. And, and so uh, she, she's also been very inspiring to me. And then also um, Kristen Sims. she writes the story. Uh, I, you interviewed her before. Yes. Um, Tim. Yeah. Love. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we've also, we've interacted a lot uh, just on, on our DMs and uh, been very encouraging, you know, to, to me. And, and so she's, she's up there as well. And, and her story is just very inspiring and very brilliant how she has pulled a fictionalized version of her own personal life. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so yeah, so she's definitely one of the most inspirational people that I've come across. Love it. Now I want to hear your 30 second elevator pitch for plain Jane. No pressure. Okay. All right. All right. I can do this (laughs) with no pressure. No pressure. All right. So plain Jane is a story of a girl who though born into a wealthy family was cast aside and she has had battle after battle, a hard life, uh, experienced loss on multiple levels. And through it all, she is determined to find herself and find her way in the world. And uh, nothing is going to stand in her way. Um, And now she faces true love potentially. And it seems like it might be the biggest challenge of all. It was less than 30 seconds. 10 out 10. Love it. Um, please everyone go check out Plain Jane. Uh, Nikki, where can we find your story? So it's, uh, my handle is Fanciful Dreamer on Instagram. Uh, it's currently the only, only place that I'm sharing my story. Um, but yeah, so Fanciful Dreamer, one word. Perfect. Links are going to be below. Nikki, I want to say thank you so much for coming today, taking time on your busy day and being here. I had such a pleasure getting to know you and getting to know a little bit more about plain Jane. So anything else you want to share with us? Um, just want to say thank you to all of the amazing people who are on this community. Thank you to you for, you know, what you do and interacting with all of us. And it's actually, it, it brings us more together because we actually get to know each other mm-hmm. on a realer level, not just through each other's stories or through some DMs. And uh, yeah, so I've really loved this community and love being part of it. Oh my God, absolutely. I have like my Sims friends who I'm actually closer mm-hmm. with than some of my real friends. Because I talk to them every day because we all have the same right. common interest of the Sims. Like my like my girlfriends, mm-hmm. like I love them. They're my, they're my ride or die. I will take a bullet for all of them. But they all have their own individual interests that like none of us have the same four interests. So that's why I was like, let's create this. And like, there are people I talk to on a day-to-day basis. I'm like, oh, I love talking to these guys, but I've, I've only ever really had positive experiences in the Sims community. Yeah, same here. Yeah, right. Especially, especially the, okay, let me clarify. The Sims Instagram community. Amazing. Yes. Other platforms, not so much. Right. Instagram platform amazing anyways nikki it's been an absolute pleasure like i said uh please go follow uh nikki the links are going to be below follow plain jane it's a fantastic story you definitely won't be disappointed and jane thank you again oh my god jane nikki thank you so much again. 
Yeah, there we go. Rusty guys, a little rusty. Uh, thank you so much for coming here today. And like I thank said, you're welcome. You're welcome back anytime. And it has been a blast getting to know you today. Thanks. And same with you. Oh my gosh. Well, you have a great rest of your day. Okay. You also. Okay. Bye. Bye.